is Coaches Chat. I'm your host, Betsy Foster, personal trainer for over 12 years. I started on a completely different career path and headed into personal training with just a piece of paper that said I could do it. I learned along the way, building a successful personal training career in commercial gyms, privately and remotely. And now I'm here to help you, whether you're a new grad, a career changer, or somebody who's already a pro just looking to get better. I'm sharing what I know, the stuff the textbooks didn't teach you, and bringing on other colleagues to share their experiences. And I'm doing it with compassion, big smiles, and a lot less bravado than you've come to know in the fitness industry. I'm happy you're here. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Coach's Chat. I am so happy to be here. Between taking a week off of recording and having some like technology snafus, I am thrilled to be actually recording again. And I'm so grateful that you listen to this. Um, I am, this is such a, a labor of love to me, this podcast. And so I'm grateful that you're here and I really hope you're taking something out of it. I can't tell you enough that it is such a treat to hear from people when they enjoy an episode or enjoy the podcast. So if you do, I would love to hear from you. And it, it can be through DMs or or email or however, but it's so nice because you don't quite get the um, same sort of feedback as other aspects of kind of putting content out there. So if this is helpful, please let me know. Let's jump into today's topic, which is, it is okay to be bored in your job. I don't, this one resonates to me because I am a person who has had to sort of unlearn and still is always working on this constant need to feel the greatest passion and the greatest, um, you know, excitement in every moment of my work life. It's just kind of what lights me up. I like to move forward. I like to, you know, progress, all of those things. And I think a little bit of it is generational. I think a generation before mine was very comfortable with the idea that we, that they went to work, that it, you know, created, that it was a means of financial security and, um, and it didn't necessarily have to be much more than that. Now, that's a, a broad generalization and that may not apply to everyone. But there was a sensibility that, you know, the passion or meaning behind work didn't necessarily have to be this driving life force for you. And I think in so many ways, it's a real advantage that it is. And I think if you love, especially in... in fields where the financial return isn't incredible in some areas of personal training in particular, the idea that your work is meaningful, that you get a lot of meaning out of it, that it really provides you with some joy and satisfaction and all of that can help you drive forward. And I think, I think in so many ways, we do better for others when we really care about it. And, and people in helping professions understand that, I think, a lot. I also think, though, that there's a little bit of a myth, at least amongst people, you know, in the same boat as me in terms of, like, 
that career passion, that passion for what we do is so important to be there. And that professional development is so important, particularly in my generation, maybe in a younger generation, I'm not sure, um, is that we need to be at that level of stimulation and fulfillment all the time. And I think what people who are comfortable in the day-to-day sort of, you know, I don't know how to say this, in things that lack excitement is that they, they find a lot of satisfaction because they're not seeking that stimulation all the time. And the thing that came up to me about this was how we sort of we need to teach our children. One of the things you learn in parenting or one of the, uh, you don't learn anything in parenting. You just learn it on the fly. But a lot of parenting scholars and, and material out there is the importance of letting your child be bored. Letting them not need constant stimulation from others or, or, you know, um, activities or things, even like physical tactile things all the time. And that in experiencing that boredom, they learn how to navigate it. They learn how to sit in it and sit in the uncomfortability, but then also it challenges their imagination and their ability to create things for themselves, create play for themselves. And while it's not exactly a perfect metaphor, I think it's important because we have to to get uncomfortable with stagnation in our careers to be able to discover what things are going to light us up in the future and how we can make that happen without expecting it from someone else. I think there's a lot of expectation from trainers that their clients are going to provide the um, excitement their clients need to have things to, to keep them interested. Uh, and that can be a dangerous and slippery slope in my opinion. Now, being bored and being okay with sitting in the day-to-day and not needing to like accomplish new things at every turn and and to just like have a day where it's like, eh, none of this is all that exciting to me, doesn't mean that it goes hand in hand with complacency. Complacency is going to happen if, if we're allowing that to happen for a long time and if it's changing the way that we interact or provide services for our clients. So you being bored doesn't mean that you can't work hard for your clients. It just means that you might not, with every uh, step up that you watch, feel enthralled and that's okay, but you're still watching, you're still providing coaching, you're still showing up in the best way possible. So, so I'm not advocating for you to zone out. I'm not advocating for you to stop working hard and just be okay with it. And I'm not advocating for you to sit bored all the time. I'm just saying that it's okay and that there are going to be peaks and valleys and that if you're looking for long-term success, if you're, if you're seeking longevity in a career, you gotta understand that those like, adrenaline highs of difficult moments or new challenges aren't going to be there every day. So here are a few things that we can think about if you are struggling with boredom in your job, in how you're showing up for your clients or for your fitness classes or whatever that might be. First one is to just sit with it. 
give yourself enough time to learn why you're feeling that way. There are lots of reasons why you could be feeling that way. It could be that, you know, you're feeling drained. It could be that you are sort of like phoning it in. It could be that you've been doing the same thing for a little while. It could be that you're in a slow period of time, whatever it might be. Give yourself a chance before you do anything drastic to see what what the reasons are. When you learn a little bit more about why you're feeling that way, you can take interventions to change it. But if you're always just, you know, trying to suppress that, you're not getting the data you need to make decisions. So just allow yourself to be bored. Allow yourself to get through a day and you didn't have to have some life-changing work moment. Then, you know, don't, don't rush changing it. Because that is where we start doing silly exercises or overstepping our scope. In moments where we're feeling un, uh, unsti- not stimulated, <laughs> when we are not feeling stimulated, we try to create that for ourselves. And that's where you go like to these, <laughs> you've seen that guy who's like uh, doing a pull-up and he has a whole bench like tied to his waist. Um, we, we start doing weird stuff with our clients because we're like, I'm bored. But does that client really need that? Or we try to offer like too much information on something else. Or, you know, we like overstep our nutrition coaching because we were just getting bored of telling everybody that they need more water, uh, more sleep, and a few more vegetables. Hate to break it to you. You're going to have to say that a lot in your job. And it's not always going to be thrilling and you're not always going to be um, having new and really different challenges every day. So just don't rush the process of being bored because it's going to give you more information and you can get more information before you do something drastic. Um, see if there are any places. It's also a good, good time to step back and see if there are any places in your life where you might be seeking stimulation or see- seeking variety and if you if you were able to get it there you wouldn't feel so pressured to get it in your work life so like sometimes we expect our work life to give us all of the things we need out of our lives but like what are you doing in your social life? What are you doing creatively for yourself? What are you doing in terms of your own health journey? Whatever that might be, see if those are places where if you find some additional satisfaction, you'll be able to bring that into your work. And if that impacts your ability to focus and to bring energy to your work, it's probably not the work, it's probably something else. It's all a balance. We can't leave one aspect of our life as the as the saving grace in order to keep us um, satisfied. And what a what a what an absolutely privileged and lovely thought that we can get down into the weeds and talk about what in our lives and in our jobs are going to bring us satisfaction versus like the actual fear that you won't eat have food to eat and you won't have money to take care of your whatever family. 
like this is a this is a, a fine problem to have about finding more satisfaction from areas of our life and more joy doesn't mean that it isn't important it's just it's just worth noting that it's that it isn't um, a matter of you know your health or your safety so after you've seen if there are other places where you could you know, get some of this uh, satisfaction from, then if, if that's still not the case and it really is something in work, see if you can pick one thing to focus on, a little thing to help you reignite that energy, reignite that sort of interest to shake you out of that boredom. I think that can be really, really helpful. Again, we're not trying to transform everything about our work life. We're just focusing on one little thing. Are you going to spend some time on programming? Are you going to sign up for a new course? Are you going to look to build your clientele and try to get more of this kind of client, which brings you a lot of satisfaction? There are lots of avenues for that, but we want to make sure that we're not just doing it every week when we're, when we're getting bored. And then lastly, after exhausting all these options, if you're coming back and you've like tried to reignite it and you've tried to do all of this stuff, you've checked on the other aspects of your life and you start realizing that this boredom, this frustration with what this job actually is, is, isn't changing as well as it is affecting the way you can do the job and like you're charging people to do a good job and you aren't producing, then it's probably a time to make a change. And what that change is entirely depends on you. You know, do you need less clients? Do you need a different work environment? Do you need, um, you know, more compensation? Do you need to raise your rates so that you are feeling satisfied with what, you know, your contribution is to this whole relationship and you're feeling like you get a good return on the time, effort, and energy you're getting, you're giving. Uh, whatever that might be, you got to think about a change. But it's important to look at all those other things first because we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. And again, we don't want to be changing all the time. We want to have a real understanding of what's at the root of, you know, these challenges for us, as well as we want, we want to get comfortable with it not being magical all the time. It will not be magical all the time. Where are ways where you can kind of think about the things you need and put them in place so you can find a lot of satisfaction. So let me go through that list one more time. Remember that boredom doesn't inherently mean complacency if we're still giving a lot of great service and we're, we're up for changing when we need to. Sit with the boredom a little bit. Give yourself an opportunity to learn why you're feeling it. Don't rush um, trying to re-energize it or throw things in that don't have any business. That's when we do silly exercises and when we overstep our scope. Create maybe a timeline for yourself to know when you want to make some changes. You know, maybe you are starting to realize that around every quarter you're feeling this way. What can you do every three months to reinvigorate yourself? 
excuse me, see if there are other places in your life where some of this variety and stimulation can come. So it's not all on your work life, that you're not holding on to that. Pick one thing then. If, if, if all those other areas are intact, pick one thing in your work life to focus on, to reignite that interest. And then after you've exhausted all the options, determine whether it's time to make a change, whether that's big or small. All right, hopefully that's helpful. I, I wish you nothing but invigorating sessions and training programs, and I wish you nothing but sort of like um, a, a huge return on the passion and care you bring for your clients and you bring for training. But give yourself a break and be realistic about it. All right, as always, I love to hear from you. You can email me, Betsy, at bfosterstrong.com. That's the letter B, fosterstrong.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram, at foster underscore strength. Again, I am so appreciative that you're here. And until next time, go do amazing things. Bye!